Just Below the Surface is a podcast that asks you to step out of your world and listen for a while. Find a few minutes, get comfortable, and sink into poetry. What we find interesting is the journey of a poem, its creation, its process, its essence. We spend time with each poem and poet, finding the one-of-a-kind emotional imprint that lies just below the surface. Today, we are going to read and discuss a poem by Leit Bassam. We'll compare the reader's vision to the author's intent. Join us in this reconnection to faith and trust. I'll see you in my heart tomorrow. I hold my paper, baffled. Where do I start? A voice crawling from afar, deafening my ears. Is that really me? I threw the paper away, put the pen aside, and stared at the window. The spring breeze had not diminished my anxiety as it usually does. This is the time of contradictions, I say to myself. Then I held my pen again and wrote. To two halves, my torment has broken me, and my years have receded as I approached. On the embers of nostalgia, one half walks, and the other above my alienated groans. I walk, but do not know to what exile I will be dragged to, and I fall into the mirage. Will my good intent really save me, or will all my dreams leave in the fronds of the crow? I looked around and couldn't even find myself. I sighed, then laid on the bed. I notice a paper snippet that I had hung precisely for moments like these, and I had forgotten it. Every day is the beginning of another beautiful story, as long as you are the beginning, the way, and the destination. I will see you in my heart tomorrow. A lightweight comfort penetrated deep within me, which had been absent for a while. I rearranged my memory and said, I heard your heartbeat as a revelation, I felt as if it was sent only for me, and it spread bird swarms around me. I called your eyes that evening, Sham, and I asked my soul gently, She is here. Be tender, and be patient. Be resilient, and do not forget the olive tree. The Levant is here, and it will remain, despite the well of my oppressors and my demented rulers. Then I heard your warm voice as if it was talking to me. I'm with you. All of me is with you. Nothing will make your eyes cry. No sadness will steal your smile. Do not despair. I am with you. I felt that I got my soul back then, and only then, I continued the struggle. So this is a poem about retrieving faith and reconnecting to love after a moment of absence and disconnection. I find that when we doubt that we belong to the world and that life matters, that's how we feel. And to be fair, we rarely know where we are going as humans. We are looking for guidance and direction constantly. And when we feel like we found our answers, there are always more questions arising. Yes, this is what I felt as well. 
Disbelief arises when the speaker hears his own voice. He's then split in two halves by his alienation and sorrow. And as we follow along, we observe this desperate and futile search for something whole, for the answer to his questions. Yeah, and here he talks also about anxiety and torment and nostalgia and the disconnection to self, the feeling of being lost, and how responsibility of self and faith becomes his way out. Faith in the future and the return of the peace in the Middle East. Um, as a side note, given by the poet himself, the Levant is the name of the geographical area that is now Syria, Lebanon, Jordan, Palestine, and some part of Iraq. And he says, the Levant is here, and it will remain we can hear clearly the calling for a better world. And there is also an expression of the powerlessness we have over geopolitical conflicts and the decisions of a different governments. Yes, and it's this context of the Levant given to us from late that gives us the heart of this poem, which is relief and hope in the form of this land and this home through the manifestation named Sham which is a woman's name, he told us. At first, she doesn't speak, but her very presence holds the speaker and us still and calm with the weight of home. His inner turmoil seems to stop swirling, and his purpose then is to be tender, be patient, be resilient, do not forget the olive tree. Then she does speak to remind him of their oneness, the poem concludes with a restored sense of unity, one that gives the speaker strength to continue living and struggling through the day. I think the open emotionality of his words are beautifully relatable. And as we ride this wave of emotions from disconnection to purpose and unity, I can't help but feel myself liberated from anxiety and full of hope at the end. Yeah, and it's easy to get torn when we feel deeply connected to a place and we can only watch the decline and deterioration of a country or a society or even the earth itself. And we all have our own ways to deal with the feelings that arise. Some will fight, some will pray, but we are all bonded through hope in a better future. Yeah, I think you make a great point about how relatable this can be to us in the world we're living in now. And I'm really curious to hear Late's vision of this poem and to know more about what prompted him to create it. I wrote this poem in a moment of despair, a moment of doubt. Uh, I was lost and I was questioning many of the big decisions I have made in, in my life. And I know that's a kind of a familiar feeling for many of us, and it wasn't my first time myself. But I, this time was really, really strong. And in this specific occasion, I have just returned from a unusual long visit 
uh, from Jordan. And I started asking myself, uh, what the hell am I doing here? Does it really, does it really worth it? And if I love home that much, why am I still away from it? Now, I knew the answers of these questions, and I have repeated these answers a million times in my head before. But at that moment, these answers just felt not good enough, maybe. To give a bit more context to what I'm talking about, when I usually talk about home, I am usually referring to the idea of uh, the big home, the idea of the unified Arab world. And Jordan being the closest, of course, as this is the place where I have grown up and this is where my family is. But I feel deeply connected to the idea of the big home, as I, as I mentioned, and seeing it in a, in a continuous downfall, seeing it uh, decreasing all the time. Uh, while in the same time enjoying all the moments I spend when I'm there, I was torn into two halves. Uh, one of them is the emotional one that is uh, driving me to having these questions and thinking about coming back regardless of the boundaries of reality. While the other half is the reason and logic one that drives me to stay and keep my mission and reminds me that I'm here for a purpose. So this was the emotional state I was in during writing uh, this, uh, this poem. Now it's time to introduce the main character in, in the poem and in my life actually, uh, Sham, as you guys mentioned previously. Uh, Sham is a girl name. In Arabic, Sham means Levant. And the Levant is the area that is now uh, Jordan, Syria, Palestine, Lebanon, and some parts of Iraq. And I use the two meanings of Sham in my poetry quite a lot, and they often intersect. I think it's normal for them to intersect, because in, uh, on one hand, Sham is uh, the girl or the lady that is the center of my creation and the most important person in my life. Uh, on the other hand, Sham is the beating heart uh, of uh, the Arabic world and its cultural center. It has always been this way and it will always remain this way. The connection between them seemed quite natural to me because in some way it's the connection between my personal, personal private being and in some sense my purpose uh, in life and my understanding to it at least. I strongly believe that the solution for the Arab world problems will come from the Levant, from Sham. But before that, the Levant has to stand on its feet. And the Levant will stand on its feet very soon. Coming back to the poem, while I am in this emotional stage, I read this paper snippet hung in my wall. And it reads, every day, is the start of a beautiful new story as long as you are the beginning the way and the destination i will see you in my heart tomorrow of course it sounds much better in arabic i just tried to translate the idea and this was the end note of the first letter i wrote to sham seven years ago almost seven years ago 
and in the minute in the second i i finished reading that it kind of gave me my energy back it gave me my breath back i instantly felt better so i started talking to her i told her that i heard your heartbeat and i felt as it was revealed to me and this is how i sincerely feel about it because i don't really uh, remember when did i start writing to sham i don't really remember why and what was the reason i thought about this name i i, I sincerely don't i just happened and since it happened it changed changed everything and while i was in this uh, in this emotional state where i started to feel better i started to talk to my soul started to ask her to be patient, be resilient, and do not lose hope, and do not forget the olive tree. And the olive tree here is a symbolic representation of, of Palestine, our uh, bleeding wound, at the center of our problems. The existence of Sham have made me feel better, but that was not enough, because in the third section she starts talking to me, she starts asking me to be patient, be resilient. I'm with you. I'm always with you. And that kind of gave me my energy back and reminded me why I'm doing what, what, what I'm doing. So in some sense, this kind of helped me survive the day and continue the struggle. I usually... Uh, have I think three styles of, of, of writing and each one of them entails a different construction in, in, in a sense uh, one, one style in particular is uh, letters and it's under the title of letters to, to Sham and uh, those are made for I mean directly to Sham but indirectly to a very wide audience and in this style of writing I'm I know what I want to say exactly I uh, have kind of like directions I already know for instance what I want to say in the next five letters so the challenge here for me is to phrase it in the most beautiful way possible that can attract everybody who, who reads it and make it m memorable in a way uh, so in that sense, you know, the challenge of my writing is to how to construct it while the idea is kind of predetermined in a way, or most of it at least. In the second style, and the poem I shared with you today is an example of that, uh, those are in a sense a way for me to reveal a feeling, a personal feeling, meaning that it's a way for me to tell a story. Uh, that will help me to overcome something or to represent, uh, you know, a feeling that stand, stands out or, or, or an important moment in my life. So in that sense, I also know the story because I have been living it and the challenge here also to describe it in the best way possible. Uh, while the third style, and I guess that's maybe the most creative and, and challenging part, uh, and this is where I basically draw a picture that probably has nothing to do with my life. Um, 
and I can here in that section I can imagine something that is happening and write about it and mostly those are love poems or I, I don't know if that's a word flirtation it's called ghazal in Arabic where you basically imagine a beautiful woman and you start describing uh, her but also that takes you to, to, to totally uh, new uh, and different places the, the idea of God is, is always with me and is there in my thinking but uh, there is a mistake that many of my my people basically make which is that counting uh, on faith more than what they should meaning that they are always thinking that okay God will solve everything but they are not willing to actually do anything about it and I always try to um, kind of draw the line because I have 100% complete faith in God but I also have faith in the process and in myself and that you cannot change anything if you didn't change yourself so I always try to make a line have a kind of a wall uh, between hope and admiration and motivation and plans and actually doing something so what my conversation with my soul in the poem I mean obviously it has some hope but it's more as a motivation to myself to stand on my feet again it's much more than just hoping things will be better because I strongly believe that we should do something about it not just watch it while it might get better in the future so in, in a sense the poem is kind of driving me back to stand on my feet again and continue what I mean I should do and many of people who are like me should try to do which is try to make change ourselves, not wait for it to happen. سأراك في قلبي غدا. سأراك في قلبي غدا. حملت ورقتي. حائر من أين أبدأ صوت يزحف من بعيد ويصم آذاني هل أنا حقا أنا أترك الورقة أضع القلم جانبا وأحدق إلى النافذة لم تقلل نسمات الهواء الربيعية من قلقي هذا زمان المتناقضات أقول لنفسي ثم أمسك قلمي من جديد وأقول إلى نصفين قطعني عذابي وزاد العمر بعدا باقترابي على جمر الحنين يسير نصف ونصف فوق أنات اقترابي أسير ولست أدري أي منفى يجرجرني فأسقط في السراب وهل حقا سيسعفني مرادي أم الأحلام في سعف الغراب نظرت حولي فلم أجد حتى نفسي تنهدت ثم ارتميت على السرير وحينها لمحت قصاصة الورق التي علقتها تحديدا للحظات مثل هذه وكنت قد أنسيتها كل يوم هو بداية لما هو أجمل 
طالما أنت البداية والطريق والعناوين سأراك في قلبي غدا تغلغلت في أعماقي راحة خفيفة الوزن كانت قد غابت عني لفترة رتبت ذاكرتي من جديد وقلت أسمعت نبضك وحيا وشعرت أنزل لي وجمع من حولي أصوات الحساسين سميت عينيك في ذاك المساء شام وقلت للروح إنها هنا ليني واصبري وصابري ولا تنسي شجرة التين شام هنا وستبقى كذلك شام هنا وستبقى كذلك رغم ظلامي وحكام المساكين ثم سمعت صوتك الدافئ كأنه يقول لي إني معك كلي معك لا شيء يبكي مدمعك لا حزن يسرق مبسمك لا يأس يضجر أضلعك لا تبتئس كلي معك لا تبتئس كلي معك سعدت بها وأكملت المسير Thank you for listening to Just Below the Surface. Today we listen to Late Bassam and his poem, I'll See You in My Heart Tomorrow. If you want to know more about him or his work, look at the description below. Many thanks to Late for sharing his poetry with us today, and thank you for listening to us. I am Hera. And I'm Alexa. For more poems, you can follow us on Instagram at Hexa Creative Studio or by email at takeyourartvitamins.com. <laughs>